KSIV now presents Encounter, a public service program of Bot Radio Network, dedicated to keeping you informed about the issues that affect your life. Now, here's today's Encounter broadcast. Are you scared about the downhill spiral about what's happening in our world today and you feel like you want to get off and you want to help and you want to know as much as you can, but you don't know where to start? Well, on Encounter today, Ann Schlafly Corey is my guest. She is chairman of Eagle Forum, who has been serving this community since 1972, leading the pro-family agenda, the movement. And there's a lot of challenges that's happened since then. Ann is my guest today. We're going to talk about some of them that are currently a mystery. I'm Judy Redlick. This is Encounter. Thanks for joining me, Anne. Welcome. Thank you so much, Judy, for having me on your show. For those who don't know about Eagle Forum, can you give us a little thumbnail sketch of who you are? With pleasure. Eagle Forum was founded in the early 1970s by my mother, Phyllis Schlafly, who understood that there was a need for the average American citizen who is interested in how the world is to get involved and be engaged in the issues of the day. And she provided a platform and a forum, an Eagle Forum, for men and women to be engaged in the issues, both at the local level, the state level, and the national level. Now, back in the 70s, the overriding issue of the moment was the potential ratification of the Equal Rights Amendment, which would have had profound consequences on sex and the roles of men and women in society and in culture. That pernicious amendment was defeated, but unfortunately, The bad ideas of the past never go away. They just get repackaged in the future, and we are seeing a repackaging of it today. What are some of the areas that are most in jeopardy, and where would you like to start? Well, I think we've got a problem today because we don't even know what sex is. And I always thought that God created man and woman. But even that idea that God created man and woman is being thrown overboard with a redefinition of sex as something that you can wake up one morning and decide that you are now the opposite sex, and you can decide that you want to be something else. And so Eagle Forum fundamentally rejects the idea that anyone is born in the wrong body, because if you're born in the wrong body, that means God made a mistake. That's right. And God never makes a mistake. So you wrote a book, Sex, Lies, and Children, about the medical malpractice issue. Now, how, and before we talk more about that book, how did this whole craziness start that people think that they were born in the wrong body. How can people even consciously entertain that motion? I don't understand how anyone can consciously, rationally, or scientifically entertain the notion that your biological sex can be changed. It cannot. 
It is exists in every cell of your body, whether or not you have an X chromosome or a Y chromosome. And you cannot, I mean, maybe you can put on paint or wear different clothes, but that does not fundamentally change who you are biologically, sexually. And I th- can only think that this idea that we can transform ourselves comes from the move to remove sexual differences, to make people interchangeable in all situations. And that was fundamentally the problem in the 1970s with the attempted ratification of the Equal Rights Amendment, which denied any difference on the basis of sex. And if men and women are interchangeable in every situation, that means none of their sex ever matters. And I think that is a denial not only of how God made us, but it is also a denial biologically of our fertility. Because if you say that um, it really doesn't matter whether it's a man and a woman, that any person doesn't even have to be two people or maybe it's three people can reproduce, then you have completely overthrown the fundamental building block of our of our lives, which is our family, which is a male and a female, a mother and a father reproducing. And I think I think the danger of what's happening today is to create such confusion in children that they can't tell whether they're boys or girls or they think that tomorrow a boy can decide that he's a girl or a girl can decide that she's a boy. And unfortunately, medical personnel are encouraging this behavior, even in St. Louis, and with the result that these children are permanently sterilizing their bodies before puberty. It's unconscionable when you look at Scripture and Psalm 139 says, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, It doesn't say anything about changing your sex. Nowhere in Scripture does it say that. And if God created each one in his own image, how can we have the right to even think about changing that image. And of course, for children, there are a number of precautions that we as a society have understood that are needed to protect children because of their immaturity. And I was I was just stunned that our local newspaper has had a series of articles promoting this transgendered idea in prepubescent children. And I pointed out that at age 14, a child cannot drive a car, cannot drink alcohol, cannot smoke a cigarette, cannot join the military, cannot get married. And yet there are forces in this society that are encouraging this 14-year-old to permanently sterilize uh, himself, take cross-sex hormones, uh, and and have a permanent mutilation of their body because you don't. It isn't just surgery that will permanently mutilate your body, but if you take the wrong hormones, you will prevent puberty. And you know, 
Puberty may be a difficult time, but you have only one chance to go through puberty. It's not something you can delay and do at a different and have a do-over at a different stage in your life. However, the hormone treatments that are being given to Missouri children today will permanently damage their bodies. And emotionally, there are studies that clearly state that people who have this change suffer for life with depression and confusion. Well, how could you not be? Because you'll then you will never fit in anywhere. I mean, who are you but a freak of nature if you have so mutilated your body? So what can we do about this, Anne? Well, I do believe that all the states should pass laws that make the administration of cross-sex hormones and, th- and puberty blockers and surgeries below the age of consent, below age 18, should be illegal. Where do we start that process? How do we get involved? There are a number of states uh, across this country that have taken up legislation in order to protect children. Um, We call it the Vulnerable Child Protection Act. And the purpose is so that these children do not make a mistake that they will have to live with for the rest of their lives that they could regret. I mean, you know, tattooing and suntanning is something that people over the age of 18 can willingly choose to do. But we don't allow children under the age of 18 to do those activities. I uh, you know, go to sun tanning beds, for instance, because we realize the permanent harm. There is permanent harm to these drugs that are chemical castration. And I can only, I, I can only think it must be evil for an adult to want to chemically castrate and prevent the fertility of a minor child. And what rights do parents have if children think this is a good idea? Or must there be a parental consent in order for these surgeries to be done? The unfortunate thing now is this tremendous um, social media campaign that labels as bigotry people who have real scientific objections to this type of, um, of therapy. And so it is, you know, in an Orwellian manner, the language has been changed and reversed. So, so you are, if you as a parent recognize that your child is a girl and the child is confused, well, then you as the parent have to be taken out and the child be given what's called gender-affirming therapy. Well, that kind of therapy is not affirming a biological fact. That kind of therapy is affirming that the child is misguided and doesn't understand what sex is. Sex, Lies, and Children. Tell us a little bit more about your book and how people can get it. 
Our book is available at eagleforum.org, Sex, Lies, and Children. And this booklet is wonderful because it is the first-person testimonies that were done last year at a hearing on the Vulnerable Child Protection Act in the state of Alabama. And it has a number of of testimonies by the children themselves, by by parents, by um, scientists, by doctors, by pediatricians. Plus, it also has some uh, testimony from the opposite side. So you can see and read and understand the terrible injustices that are being done to children in the name of revolutionizing our society. And Schlafly Corey is my guest. We're talking about this horrific thing that's happening concerning sexual identity, even in children. You can get that book by going to eagleform.org. And would you join me for another segment? We can talk about a few more topics. With pleasure. Awesome. She's chairman of Eagle Forum. We'll be right back. I'm Judy Redlick. This is Encounter. Stay tuned. If you've listened to me at any time at all, or you've been friends with me, you know that I love to help people tell their story. Another thing I enjoy doing is helping people find their highest potential. If you're in a life's rut and you just can't figure out how to get past your stuck place, a life coach like me could help. Let me walk with you through your journey of transition. I'm a Christian life coach, and to find out more about my coaching, go to my coaching page at judyredlick.com or email me at jredlickspeaks at gmail.com. I'm Judy Redlick. We're back with Ann Schlafly Corey. She is the chairman of Eagle Forum, who has served in this area and throughout the nation pointing out issues that we all need to be involved in in order to keep our nation free and on the right track. It seems like we're on such a spiral down surge. And we just talked about the gender thing and how children, even under the age of 14, are able to get these sex changes that'll mar them for life. Let's extend that a little farther now and and talk about the brokenness of the family. And then we're going to discuss all these people coming in to the border of the U.S., many of them children, to fend for themselves for the rest of their life. And how is the family being denigrated by the whole thing about sexual identity confusion. Well, there's no question that the the confusion on sexual identity is very harmful to the family and it's harmful to the role in the family. But at the border, these, these unaccompanied children are pawns and victims in something much greater, which is the sex trafficking and sexual exploitation of children. And that's what's happening at the border. We may have great compassion for these children thinking that their parents are trying to get them a better life. 
That's not what's happening at all. What's happening is that bad and evil people are using children as pawns in order to extract money from their families or to or to work them into the sex industry. But these children have no idea what's going on with them, and they will never be able to recover from the trauma of what is happening to them because there is no doubt that this is trafficking in children. And is it each child given a cell phone so they can keep track of that child? I'm sure the cell phone is so the trafficker can keep track of the exactly. child. Exactly. The cell phone is so that the child will always be a pawn of the trafficker who can make money off of these children. How many children are affected? I heard a figure of 19,000. That's probably the tip of the iceberg in terms of the number of children who or the number of people who are um, really trying to invade our country. I mean, after all, what happened was the candidate Biden expressly said last year he invited the world to come to the United States. Now, the United States is a great country, and I can understand why the world would want to come to the United States. But wouldn't it be better if they instituted great practices and great government in their own countries rather than make this harrowing journey? Why aren't they staying at home and being active and reforming their own countries? Why are they uh, coming to our border? Because these children are being exploited. That's why. How do we go from here concerning those children? Where do we go? How do we stop this influx? I mean, I know President Biden has told people to stay home in their own cities, but it's a little too late, don't you think, Anne? Well, it is not compassion to say we will help and take the children because that will only encourage more trafficking down the road. The more you say yes, then the more you will be exploited on it and the more these children will be exploited. Our borders must be secure. We must protect the United States from this invasion. For example, If you do not have a safe border, if you cannot uh, establish the rules of what it is to be in the United States and to be – and to be a, a citizen of the United States, the country will collapse because we have this invasion. And, you know, we have right now the House of Representatives is voting to give every illegal applicant a lawyer. Now, think about how that's going to clog up our immigration system because you don't just have enforcement at the border then. You then have to give a lawyer and a a due process to anybody who is thrown over the fence and that will be decades to sort through. And meanwhile, more and more people will flood the border thinking they can just sneak through the porousness of the border. And what are they going to get? They're going to get the benefits of the United States without working for it, without doing it, without understanding our values. And our values are very important in the United States because you don't just get freedom and liberty. You have to work for freedom and liberty. And you wonder what's going to happen to citizenship requirements. 
Well, I think we've already seen the problems of citizen requirements in the voting of last year. Because when you have great masses of absentee ballots, great masses of uh, voting without being able to uh, notarize each signature, which is what happens when you vote in person. Your signature is notarized, and that is that is what makes your vote a legal vote. When you have people randomly voting without notarized signatures, what you get is a an election system that people do not have faith in that they they do that an election system that does not have credibility and i think what pelosi is trying to do in the house today with the um, house resolution number 1 would override overturn our election system by federalizing elections. What we have going on for the history of the United States is that elections are run by the state and local communities. And to bring in the big brother of federal government to run our elections ensures that our elections will not be clean. Absolutely. It seems hard to believe, and that all this has happened so quickly, doesn't it? I think it may seem like it's happening very fast, but the groundwork for everything we're seeing now has been laid over the 50 years because we have seen these efforts to um, really corrupt the youth, to uh, corrupt our educational system, to denigrate the history of the United States so that um, young people who study our history do not value or have pride in our history and don't understand our system of rules and our system of constitutional government. And our system of constitutional government only works if we have not only an informed citizenry, but a moral citizenry. You have to understand right and wrong. You have to, you have to agree that the values of the Ten Commandments are values that underpin not only us individually, but us as a country. What are your recommendations with the Eagle Forum as what we can do as citizenry concerning this emigration well, I think it's very important that we are able to secure our borders. I think it's very important that we don't give a route to citizenship to people who are, have already broken our laws. I mean, the, the people who are in the United States today who are here illegally should not be given a pass and say, oh, well, Forget the law that you broke. It's okay. You can be a citizen because that will only have one effect. And if you think it's a flood now, it will be a tsunami of people who come in if they think that we do not recognize our own laws on how to become a citizen, how to immigrate legally. That is what is important. What tools does the Eagle Forum have for those of us searching, how can we be the best aid to our congressmen and senators, and how can we be heard by them if they don't have the same viewpoints as we do? I think it's very evident 
uh, in our system of elections that congressmen in particular are responsive to their voters. And it doesn't take many voters to make yourself heard. It's amazing. If only a couple of people call their congressman, the congressman will sit up and listen because that's a couple of people more than he usually hears from. At Eagle Forum, we send out every week alerts that give you talking points and give you a direct access on how to contact your congressman and how to get in touch with him and how to be effective as a citizen lobbyist on the issues that you care about. And, you know, there's no question that the legislator is not going to listen to you if he doesn't hear from you. But if you talk, he will listen to you. And that's why it's so critical. So if you're not getting our alerts, I invite you to to uh, send me an email, eagle at eagleforum.org. We'll put you on our email list so that you, too, can be an effective citizen lobbyist. Because more important, we have a culture today that seeks to denigrate our values. The response is not for us to go hide in a cave. The response is for us to talk more, whether it's writing letters to the editor to the paper, or it's getting a group together to talk about issues with your friends and your neighbors. Because the shutdown of the last year prevented us from talking to our friends and neighbors, it is so much more important now that we talk as much as possible. And that's eagle at eagleforum.org. And we have one minute left. What other issue would you like to touch on? I think that the important thing is for Americans to understand that all is not lost. We have the power within ourselves in order to change the direction of the country. Get out there. Get involved. Pray. Pray. God has a plan for America. And you can be a part of that plan by getting involved. It may look tough. It may look dark. It may look hopeless. But our God is bigger than all these things that are happening. And thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure, Judy. And Schlafly Corey, chairman of Eagle Forum. You can get involved at eagleforum.org. I'm Judy Redlick. This is Encounter. If you miss this show, you can go to my website, judyredlick.com. It'll be on in a few days. It's also on the Missouri Bot Radio Facebook page. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been Encounter. See you next week. Encounter is you and the issues, where the facts and opinions make you an informed citizen of St. Louis. Thank you for your participation. Let a friend know about this talk and issues feature of Bot Radio Network and KSIV. Then join us next time for Encounter. Encounter.